Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Hey guys, thank you very much for checking out Slasher Radio. Uh, this is your boy Bones, and we do not have a new show this week. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, we're heading into the spooky season. You know, stuff came up and all that, and uh, we figured we'd get it all out of the way before we hit October and all that fun stuff that uh, is like our Christmas year as horror fans. Uh, but you know what? We figured this week we we had it. We got to give you guys something, and we figured we'd we'd give you a taste of the Patreon. Uh, patrons obviously have already heard this content, and, and they will get the uncensored. Yes, the, the, the there, there were bleeps in this one, uh, so Patreon will get the uncensored version of uh, of this episode. Uh, but what we did here is we took two. Uh, well, let me lay the groundwork. You guys have heard us talk about the Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment, uh, whatever the hell that thing, I forget the name of it, Rob's got going on. Uh, You've heard us mention it, and it's an extra show every week when you're signed up for the the Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash slash radio. You get a bunch of stuff. Uh, You get entered into giveaways just by being a member of the Patreon. Uh, you, you get uh, Easter egg content of every episode every week, which is behind the scenes conversation, behind the scenes conversation of our group chats and all that stuff. We got a lot of different stuff, uh, unboxing videos and all that stuff. So you get a lot of stuff over there. But the premier perk that you get signing up for the Patreon is an extra episode from Rob's Entertainment Network uh, every week. And they vary. What you're going to hear this week is an episode of Sexy Time with Rob, which is where we gather questions from Twitter. People ask about uh, relationship advice and 
and sex advice and all that stuff, love advice in general. And uh, Rob answers them. And we have a lot of fun with it, as you're about to hear shortly. And uh, also an episode of Horror Jeopardy, where we play Jeopardy. And um, a video version of this is available on the Patreon, uh, where you can see the board, you can see the questions and you know points and all that stuff. A little visual aspect to go along with it with the show. And, uh, you know, you play along. It's fun. You learn some stuff. Maybe you know some stuff. You play along. And, and uh, it's a good time. And we have a lot of fun doing it. And we've gotten a good response from it. Uh, well, we have a bunch of stuff on there. We have verses where we pick a horror topic and we, and we debate it. Killer beats where we play music for each other. Each of us get two picks. Uh, and Kat, Rob, and myself have very different tastes of music. So that's a good time. We get a listener pick in there from the patrons. Uh, we play games, and there's just a bunch of stuff on there. And you never know what you're going to get every week. And it's very interactive. So if you like what you hear, if you like the normal show, this is for like the hardcore fans, the real, you know, uh, the, head over to Patreon, and, and you can definitely get more of that. Tier starting as low as $3 a month. The extra show every week you get with the fucking tier two, as we call it. So we have a lot of stuff coming up, guys. We're going to be back next week. Uh, we're working on scheduling a couple of things. Might have an announcement. Might, you know, stick around. Uh, we'll let, we'll keep you informed on that. And we will catch you next week. We hope you enjoy. Uh, you go follow the show on Twitter at Slasher Radio. SlasherRadio.com. You can check out all of our episodes, articles, interviews, all that stuff. Uh, I'm at Mikey's Dead. Rob's at Radio Rob123. And Kat is at Kat underscore Vlor. B-O-L-E-U-R on Twitter. See you later, guys. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. And it is time for Sexy Time with Rob. I'm here with Mikey and Kat. And are you guys ready to get sexy in 2022? Never, but we're here. <laughs> it is 2022, isn't it? Ooh, it man. is. It is. That sucks. You know, I just realized that we're going to have a 2-22-22 February. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll be kind of fun. You make a wish, everybody. Yeah. What we're supposed to do with that bullshit happens? I don't know. I wish I wasn't <laughs> here right now. I don't, I don't like doing the sexy time with you. You love it. You're going to love this one. It's a good time. You make it weird. Want a little sexy time to kick off the new year? New year, new me? Yeah, I figured that'd be a good, you know, everybody get their love life started off 2020 going right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And what a better person to do it than you, Rob. That's right. I help guide you the right way. Just consider me your, your love Sherpa. <laughs> what, the, what, what who is that old guy from Lord of the Rings? The, oh, that uh, fucking Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Are you there, love Bilbo? Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck that guy. I'll punch him in his goddamn Baggins. Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. That was an asshole. I don't even uh, know what he looks like. He looks like a little fucking hobbit, little <laughs> dickhead. Um. Oh my god. So anyway. Uh, sexy time with Rob. I know, uh, Mikey, you put out a tweet that we get questions. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, we did. You're gonna kick this guy's ass. That's fucked up, man. Oh, did you look at him? Yeah, yeah. Look, 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 come on. Yeah, poor guy. I'm gonna make an example out of him. I'm gonna send his remains to Jason Blum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be petrified. <laughs>
It's going to be you if you don't give me a Halloween in time. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, we got, um, uh, I sent out a tweet, let people know sex time. Rob's coming down the pike. Uh, Nesto made up for <laughs> missing out last time. Uh, this is going to be a very heavy Nesto episode. It's like he exploded to make up for it. So I figure we'll get a couple of his out of the way, go to some other people, and then maybe finish up with Nesto. Sound good? That makes sense. I think most uh, Nesto's the one most needing help. I think I know, and we and he was missing last time. So yeah. You know. <clears throat> All right. Nesto's first question is: the first kiss is always a crucial moment. What do you say to explain yourself when she wakes up during it? Oh, um, be careful how you answer this. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, if she wakes up, that's on you. Um. <laughs> First of all, that's a rookie mistake. Oh my god! Um, secondly, uh, what do you say? Uh, the best answer you could really give in in that sort of situation. Oh, sorry, I slipped. <laughs> that, that, that's really all you can do, right? And then just try and move on, move past as fast as you can. Blame the socks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't have my, uh, what are they called, Mikey? The, uh, the clap uh, cleats or something clap like that? Clap cleats on, yeah. I didn't have those on. We were on my normal horror socks. I slipped, and uh, our lips bounced off each other. My bad. Our lips my bounced bad. off each other. And then, uh, and then go back. <laughs> you're not doing it right. It's, it is tough to get it right. You. That's a problem. I can imagine. So is this something you picked up during your whole cult fiasco? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. My lawyer has advised me not to. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Slasher Radio is going to need a lawyer after this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have a behind the paywall. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's fine. It's an advice column. That's all. Yeah. It's not, I guess it, he can hide behind that, which is dangerous. He's, like, he's not telling you to do it. It's advice. That's right. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, another one from Nesto is, uh, is it cheating if you hook up with your girlfriend's mom? Yes. Is it cheating? Is it cheating if you hook up with your girlfriend's mom or is it winning the game? Well, if you're going to answer your own question, don't even ask Nesto. That's winning, babe. <laughs> that's not winning. That's starting a game of life or death. Nesto. That that's is taking your life into your own hands. <laughs> That is living your best life is what that is, my friend. Uh, okay. Trying to be as impartial as I can be. <laughs> I see both sides of this. <laughs> but right. it, it can't. No, you can't do that. Like, again, I see the lore, the allure in this and why you would want to. But the risk cannot be worth the reward most of the time. Depends on how hot the mom is, right? But most I mean, of that's time. the X factor. Yeah, I've I, never been with. I, okay, I've never uh, been with a woman and been like, you know, who's hot though? Her mom. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, again, I can see why, but I did. Uh, uh, no, that that's dangerous. Like Kat said, you're playing a very dangerous game here. Well, and, you know, if there's not a little risk, it ain't no fun. Might end up losing your pecker overall, but so I mean, you know, be careful, Nesto. Yeah, I mean, yeah, be careful, but you know, have fun too, my friend. <laughs> um, all right, we'll get one more Nesto in here. 
Uh, he said, what's the appropriate order in which you introduce her to the Dirty Sanchez and the Mississippi Birdbath? All right, I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what the birdbath is. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that, uh, that's a tough question to answer because it's, it's sometimes it's best just, you know, first date, lay it all out there, right? But then other times it's, it's best to take it kind of slow. You, you got to kind of gauge the, the woman. So I don't know. I, I can't help you with everything. Should, should we look up what these things mean to me? No, I'm not. Uh-uh, I'm not. You do you it if you want. I can do, do it that. if you want, and we'll figure out. I mean, because I don't know what the second one is. Hold on. Let, let me see if we should even. All right. I ain't Googling it. I'll I will say uh, the second one's not. I I guess this kind of answers the question. I really don't think the second one's as bad as the first one. Um, Like from a. But uh. <laughs> I don't think it's anything you want in your Google history, right? It's too late now. Um, All right. Well, <laughs> fuck. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, the first one, the Dirty Sanchez, uh, I'm unfortunately familiar. Uh, it involves a turd and a mustache. Okay. We can move right on past don't that. Don't like that one at all? <laughs> no. Um, the, the Mississippi birdbath <laughs> is apparently filling a southern girl's mouth with Kool-Aid. Making her get on her knees with her mouth open and you dip your balls in. Oh. I'm sorry, a southern girl? <laughs> I didn't realize it was specified. I guess yeah. it's from the Mississippi after Rob goes, oh. Yeah, no, that sounds enjoyable. Wait, so if, um, you do it, if you do it in the north, like. <laughs> you do it wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. What so, I don't know. Nesto, you, instead of worrying about all this, you need to call help, somebody for help. <laughs> Does he even know what these things are? Like, I don't know. I don't know what Nesto does with his his free time. I'm learning too much about the man right now. Apparently, he makes a lot of Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Making a lot of Kool-Aids and traveling through the South. That is hysterical to me. Oh, my God. I'm so upset I didn't know what all this was. That is <laughs> funny. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, um, how long should he take to introduce them to that uh his, his acquaintances to that rob well i think the bird bath thing you can do almost right away that's just fantastic <laughs> that's they, just uh, how you meet <laughs> yeah yeah the other thing i mean that's just oh. disgusting you freak and i would never ever mention any of that to anyone you're foul i can't believe this but i agree with rob <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he said the first thing you can do right away yeah i mean <laughs> assuming you've got a southern girl and some kool-aid then you're good to go <laughs> You just show up to picnics in the south with Kool Aid. Yeah. Hope for the best. You show up at the fucking at the park going, oh yeah. Like who, <laughs> who gave these things names though? Like I don't who know. did it enough to where they had to come up with a term for it? I don't know. Well. And it's in the south, so you know it was probably a family reunion. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Dirty southern animals. Um. Wow. I, I don't know how to. I wish that was last. I wish I knew what Mississippi birdbath was. That is funny. All right. Uh, all right. So ne- next up, I want is a question from Nate, and I like this a lot. Oh, okay. He said, "How do I explain to my wife what the hell sexy time with Rob is?" <laughs> oh, oh, you should let her hear the show, Nate. Uh, Maybe she'll learn some stuff about birdbath. Maybe don't start with this episode. <laughs> um, well, she's you know your your wife could could uh, really benefit from the knowledge of uh. The Mississippi bird bath and <laughs> braided thrust. 
you know only if she's from the south yeah though, uh, so and and knowing what's going on um i mean you know as far as explaining it to her you just tell her that that i rob rob lifts people up <laughs> and with this show what i really like and, and what i like the thing about you and, and talking to your wife about it is because i feel like i can lift the both of you up and bring you together as a couple to make make your marriage better just by knowing me i think that's i think uh i think uh, that's the best way to explain the show to her is just let her hear it and tell her about how i lift people up I think um, you were wrong there. I think Nate would be the one that benefits from the Mississippi bird bath. I don't know how much yeah. his wife <laughs> Look, I don't know what people are into. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, someone had a similar question to that. Uh, I forget who it was and what it was. It was an alteration uh, of that. But it's like, yeah, man, what the hell are you? Oh, Kat, it was you. Was it me? What? Yeah, you were like, you didn't know how to explain to your boyfriend what you got to go record sexy time with Rob. Uh, yeah, he told me one day he was thinking about signing up for the Patreon, and I was like, oh. I don't think so. I don't think you need to do that. <laughs> he can be on the Patreon if he wants. I don't know. There's a chance he'd listen to the show. <laughs> we can have him as a guest here on Sexy Time with Rob, and I give oh, him God. some advice. <laughs> Rob, one day, that's going to get a text from a boyfriend and be like, Mississippi Perk Bath, huh? <laughs> It's okay, I'm not southern, so I'm safe. That is funny. All right, so there you go, uh, Nate. Don't tell her about it. Just don't let her mention it. If she asks, uh, tell her it's anything but what it is. Yeah, be like, I'm cheating on you, watching (laughs) porn. Yeah. Uh, Like normal things. I I wouldn't admit to watching the show. (laughs) Share the knowledge, Nate. It's fine. He'll, he'll just have to cue it up to that last question from Nesto, and she won't ask any questions. <laughs> well, he is watching porn. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the interaction, though, where it's like, hey, sweetie, what are you doing? <laughs> have you ever heard of Mississippi birdbath? <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to use that. Like, I'm truly, truly looking forward to it. That's oh going to be God. fantastic. Mikey's next Tinder date is going to be exciting. Yeah, right. <laughs> Use it as my Tinder name. <laughs> uh, all right. I are Chris. This might be something else we got to Google. And I'm afraid of this one. But... No, nothing that Chris says that has to be Googled can be good. No, it's not. Uh, Chris said, uh, how, much, how much fiber is too much when preparing a Tokyo sandblaster? Uh... Don't even know. What no, I don't even know what that means. Off to Google. Let's see. I don't like having to Google these questions. I know. Because I'm making it too complicated now. Come on. It's apparently it was developed by Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah. I like Conan O'Brien. He's funny. It is defined when one person has diarrhea and they pl- they place their ass close to their partner's face. Oh Lord. Nope. Something about pressing their cheeks together. I'm not reading the rest of that. <laughs> what the hell? Mmm. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Again, I, I hate to say it. I hate that it's happened twice this episode, but I agree with Rob. <laughs> Guys, I, I feel like I, Sexy Time with Rob has gone south. We might have to cancel this show. Yeah. Mississippi Birdbath South, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, this is uh, this is getting this is getting really graphic and bad. But um, knowing Chris, that might be a real problem he has, to be fair. That he shits in people's faces? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I don't know uh about your fiber intake, Chris. 
Like, I don't, I don't know what a good amount of fiber would be for that. I'd say like whatever amount of fiber they have in uh, professional health facilities, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to say like, none. Yeah. <laughs> but I you mean, need, what, yeah. to do it, you know, there has to be a level of fiber. Huh. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It's like when you're drugging a girl. It's a balancing act. Oh, my oh God. Lord. How is a cat that, like, these questions <sighs> that we've been getting isn't the worst thing said on the show? Why, how I know. is it that, that of all the stuff that's being said, me talking about is the one thing that upsets you guys the most? Well, I don't know which I answer I feel like that's self-explanatory. All right. All right. Well, I'm just saying we've all done it, right? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, can we move on to something else? Yeah, please. I don't want to think about Chris's shits. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're you're fine, Chris. Just keep doing what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> or don't. Uh, um, all right. Jesus. Next up is from Joel. And uh, he, he, he said, Dear Rob, how do I find love again after having to deal with the whole hand scandal of 2021? If you remember Rob, uh, Joel from last Sexy Time with Rob. No, I don't know what he's talking well, about. He What's took his wife's hand in marriage and oh, literally, yeah. 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 All right. So, I mean, I don't know why you got to find love if you still got your wife's hand. You're good. <laughs> but um, we can just call it there, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, suppose you do want to find love, right? Uh, I can help you out with that a little bit. Here, here's what a lot of people, uh, Joe, Joel, no, what's his name? It's Joel. Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will tell you that, uh, uh, you know, when you when you meet somebody, then just be yourself, right? That's you hear that all the time. That's how you you know you be yourself if you really want to. If you meet somebody you like, and and uh, then they'll like you for who you are, right? That's bullshit. <laughs> uh, don't ever be yourself. Uh, and this is not just for Joel. This is for everybody. Don't be yourself. You're terrible. No one will ever love you if you are the way that you are. So you have to lie and hide yourself and conceal your real personality and who you really are forever and ever and ever. Because if they find out, they will leave you. And that's the key to happiness, Joel. Wow. Mm. Is that the key to the happiness or the key to relationships? The key, the key, key to, well, yeah, long-lasting love. Okay, because after this episode, I'm starting to think the key to happiness is just being alone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs> Yeah, Could also wrong. be not being on this episode. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think yeah I think Kat was right. We should have cut it off at the the you got the hand thing. Okay. <laughs> Would have been probably suffice. Especially I think we brought up a microwave last episode with the hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That I, that's rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So uh oh, be yourself, Joel. Well, no, don't, wrong. Joel. You're terrible. Don't. <laughs> Take one hand, man. Take one hand. Yeah. That that you know, come to think of it, how dare you criticize poor Joel? You told Cat to take a pinky. That's different. A whole yeah, hand that was, with a pinky. Yeah, that was that was something completely different. That was a cute way to bring a sword into the engagement. Yeah, and you can function yeah better without a pinky than like if you take the whole hand. That's it's a little bit greedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so then you take the whole hand, and then they, she got a hook. You know, oh, yeah. you don't be fucking around with somebody with a hook. No, you can't perform a Mississippi bird bath with a hook, Mm-mm. I wouldn't imagine. Yes, yeah, so that's a good point. All right, you're right. Yeah. A pinky, you can you can do all sorts of weird shit without a pinky. All right, so 
Joel's good with the hand. All right, cool. Um, all right. Next up, I think we're back to Nesto. Uh, here's a simple, <laughs> yeah, I know. Here's a simpler one for Nesto. It's a little uh, on the tame side. What's a flavor of edible underwear that they don't make, but they should? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Flavor of edible underwear that they don't make, but they should. Huh. If it helps at all, Chris commented on that and said, yeah, I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> he said guacamole. That's terrible. I don't like guacamole, though, so sort of out on that. What Do you, do you guys have any ideas? <sighs> See, I would, like, I would think blueberry, but they probably have that already. They might. I don't know. I don't what about, imagine. like... <laughs> what about like Olive Garden breadsticks? Like, holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. No, 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 no! I got it! I got it! Mayonnaise. Oh, come on! <laughs> mayonnaise flavor, yeah, that's good. I like mayonnaise, but it's not like you don't eat mayonnaise don't, alone. Yeah, you don't eat just like a spoonful of mayonnaise. You're not really not... gonna be eating this alone either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Son of a bitch, bastard! It's just a condiment. That's all. Well, we know you're going to be against ketchup. So, I mean, that's... That's uh, for children. Yeah, that's disgusting, Mikey. How dare you? I'm sorry. Um, what about, like... Uh, yeah, I like the breadsticks idea. Mayonnaise, no, that's gross. What about, like, Doritos? They got Doritos flavored everything. Oh, my God, yeah. That's it. The most of Doritos flavored stuff isn't very good, though. Doritos Locos Taco Bell? I don't like them. Don't, don't care for the Doritos Locos Tacos. Wow. Really? Yeah. Stevie would be mad at you. Stevie like a Doritos Locos taco? I've seen him pound back quite a few of them things, boy. Yeah, I can understand them, I not like. liking the texture of a Doritos Locos tacos, but it's kind mm. of worth putting up with because it tastes like a Dorito. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. There's something about them that doesn't work for me. I don't huh. know why. Well, um, yeah, that's my answer. My answer is mayonnaise. I, I think that you want to go with the condiment flavor. You know, mayonnaise would be good. Maybe relish. I think Pat won this one with the Olive Garden breadsticks. The sauerkraut. Oh, Relish. Fuck. Why are you thinking of terrible things? I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, next, I, I hope that helped. I, see, the problem is we don't know what they have. Right, yeah. they could. There could be mayonnaise edibles underwear out there. I don't could know. Be. Yeah. Olive Garden might be different in Europe also. We don't yeah. know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. If all imagine if Olive Garden did put those out one day, it's like Kat, you might be able to sue. <laughs> That'd be uh, Have you guys tried that? Have you either one of you had that Italian margarita? No, at Olive Garden, still not correctly. No, okay, good stuff. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Olive Garden, if they had a stuffed mushroom, like their stuffed mushroom flavored underwear, I'd mm-hmm. go to town on that too. I never had those stuffed mushrooms at Olive Garden, they're good, amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah. all right, here's a questionable question from uh, nesto surprise surprise okay um he said how do you talk dirty to a deaf chick oh all right so like a real life thing yeah uh ghost i don't know if this will help you at all rob she commented on this and (laughs) said isn't that all about finger placement i think she's right yeah (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, the the good thing about that is all the childish, dirty gestures that you've ever learned really come in handy during that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that complicated, really. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, if if the you know if the hand gestures don't work, uh, 
and all that sort of thing. You could always play Pictionary. That's a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody likes to do that. Yeah. I don't know. You'll find a way to make it work. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, the, the beauty of it is you can say anything. She ain't going to know. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, like the Braille thing, Ghost brings up a good point. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Well, Braille's for blind people. Oh, yeah. I'm high. Don't mind me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So, where the hell is I think we only got one more question here. Okay, good. Thank God. Uh, where did it go? I'm getting exhausted by these questions. I know. Um, Nesto's still talking about an avocado. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is the final question is from Nesto. And he said, Why was my anal ring toss game such a dud as a stocking stuffer? At least it wasn't peeps. No, uh, he's right. That would be a better gift than peeps. Peeps suck. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It depends on. I, I mean, we don't have enough information to really, you know, evaluate the situation here, right? Because we don't know who he gave the gift to. That is true. You know, like because you give that in-laws. Bad yeah. idea. <laughs> right, right. You give that to your girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's just a prude. I, I, I don't know. You give it to grandpa, then yeah, it's it's kind of fucking weird, right? <laughs> okay, uh, there there was a little back and forth on this. Okay, uh, IR Chris threw, oh, no. uh, yeah, he, he threw his expertise in the ring, and uh, he said the reason for this is that you didn't include the safety ring for the rods, and the anal dockage has resulted in sticks up everybody's ass. All right, thanks, Chris, <laughs> for for that turn of phrase, anal dockage. I appreciate that. <laughs> Again, not the worst term mentioned on this show. Uh, uh, we Chris might have found the answer. He might be an expert in this uh, department here because Nesto replied with "damn dollar store shit." So maybe that's oh, the problem. Could be, it. Well, could be it. You know, uh, if anybody knows about anal ring toss, it's Chris. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just picture right. Chris has like a anal ring toss ring, like an underground. <laughs> <laughs> People are spending hundreds of thousands betting on asshole yeah. rings and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the last episode of <laughs> Sexy It's the horror Rob. theme of the podcast, I think, is, is what, what I'm getting at. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we learned a lot, you know. Um, Too much. Never be yourself. Don't be yourself ever at all. Um, once they know who you really are, they will leave you. And um, also, and they like Kool Aid a little bit too much in the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Kool Aid is popular in the South, and um, <laughs> you know, be careful when you're. Oh my God! God. Or the <laughs> and I guess I, I'm just glad, I'm very thankful for the Mississippi thing that that made your night, didn't it? Dude, I had <laughs> such a fuck of a, an incredible, horrible day. That made up for a good amount of it right there. That was, that was great. All right. Well, see, to, once again, I'm lifting people up. I can't wait to talk to Let It Hang. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Um, all right. So that, that, uh, I hope everybody had their uh, love life straightened out a little bit. As we head into 2022. And that'll be the last episode ever of Sex Time Throb. Thanks for ruining it, guys. <laughs>
This is Jeffrey. Hello and welcome to the Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. My name is Rob Humphrey and I am joined by Cat Valor and Mikey Bones. Guys, how we doing? Hey there, nervous. <laughs> Oi! Oh, God. Forgot about the fucking away. What are you nervous about? Uh, I There keep being elaborate trivia games sprung on me when I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was a trap. It was like, I'll start drinking a little bit early, and then Mikey's like, I need more time. And then I got really wasted, and then he's like, Jeopardy board! <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to be playing Horror Jeopardy. This was Mikey's idea. Uh, before. We get to that, though. I had something I wanted to bring up, and I'm only bringing it up here because I don't know where else to bring it up. Okay. But I really wanted to mention it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, uh, are you guys familiar with Hunter S. Thompson? Vaguely. No. All right. Okay. No, not at all, Mikey? No. no. All right. Have you seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesus, Mikey. Why well, making this difficult. I have seen it. All right. Well, Hunter S. Thompson was a, a writer slash journalist, and uh, he probably did more drugs than any person ever in his <laughs> 67 years that he was on this earth. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and this has been making the news, and I have no idea why, um, but uh, it's from a 1994 book called Hunter, The, uh, the Strange and Savage Life of Hunter S. Thompson. It was written by E. Jean Carroll. Have you guys seen uh, Thompson's Daily Routine? Mm-mm. All right. No. Well, she she spent some time with Hunter S. Thompson while she was writing this book, apparently. And she made notes of what a, a, a general day would look like in the life of Hunter S. Thompson. And I find this fascinating. Um, so I wanted to run through this with you guys and see how long, how far into the day do you think you would make it if you were hanging out with Hunter S. Thompson? Um, so we start at 3 p.m. That's when he wakes up. With it so far. <laughs> okay. At 3.05, he has a Chivas Regal with a morning paper and uh, smoke cigarettes. A Chivas. Wow. All right. 3.45 cocaine. Ooh. All right. <laughs> well, you got to get your day started, right? Yes. <laughs> 3.50, another glass of Chivas and a cigarette. Oh. This is a lot more cigarettes and coke than I usually do, but <laughs> 405, a cup of coffee and a cigarette. All right. 415 cocaine. <laughs> 416, cool. orange juice and a cigarette. Uh, 430 wow. cocaine. Damn. I, I don't know about this. <laughs> 454 cocaine. Here's the thing is I've never done cocaine. I don't know how many times I could do it before I would just die. <laughs> I have no frame of reference for this. I've tried cocaine a couple times. Yeah. I, I first of all I didn't like it. Second of all, I was very young. That's not something I do now. But mm-hmm. I, I couldn't imagine doing it that often. It's like this is wild. Uh at five oh five, cocaine. <laughs> okay. At five eleven, a cup of coffee and a cigarette. I'm liking these ones with coffee in them. I think that's what's keeping me going at this point. At 5.30, he puts more ice in his glass of Chivas. <laughs> okay. At 5.45, there's more cocaine. Mm-hmm. At 6 o'clock, he smokes some uh, pot to take the edge off the day. Okay. He- it makes sense, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part makes sense. At 7.05, he would head to the Woody Creek Tavern for lunch, which consisted of a Heineken, two margaritas, coleslaw a taco salad oh. a, du- a double order of fried onion rings 
carrot cake, ice cream, a bean fritter, cigarettes, another Heineken, more cocaine. And for the ride home, he Jesus. had what he, he called a snow cone, which is a glass of shredded ice with shivas poured over the top of it. Um, I'm tapped out at this point. Uh, coleslaw <laughs> makes me sick even there when I'm sober. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think with all this cocaine and uh, stuff in my system, I'm not going to do well with yeah. that. Now, at uh, 9 p.m., he starts snorting cocaine seriously. Seriously, well, okay. What's a non-serious amount of cocaine? Because the police don't give a fuck. It's a felony, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Well, what he was doing before—that um, <laughs> was not serious. Now it's serious. Okay. At 10 p.m., he drops acid. Oh. At 11 p.m., he has a chartreuse, uh, some more cocaine, and some more pot. And I looked up what a chartreuse is, and I, I don't ask. remember, but I believe <laughs> I, I believe remember. it was some sort of liqueur, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my um, God. At 11.30, more cocaine. At midnight, Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. Oh. From midnight to 6 a.m., it's just a flurry of chartreuse, cocaine, marijuana, chivas, coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes, grapefruit, more regular cigarettes, oh. orange juice, gin, and a continuous loop of pornographic movies. <laughs> 6 a.m., it's time for the hot tub, where he has champagne, Dove Bars, and Fettuccine Alfredo. Dang it! I wish I'd made it that far. <laughs> right? How the fuck... Honestly, if I eat Fettuccine Alfredo, I'm on the toilet. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> alcohol, drugs, everything? Oh my god. And then at 8 a.m., he takes some Halcyon. At 8.20, he goes to sleep. Also, Chartreuse is a French herbal liquor. Uh, which oh. I don't like. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't think I would like that either. I don't like the word herbal being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I uh, found that interesting. I love Hunter S. Thompson. He's one of my favorite writers. Um, I've read almost all of his books. Um, I think he's uh, a fantastic writer. And um, so anyway, That's that was I did his it. day. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, he uh he sadly uh committed suicide at the age of sixty seven, and uh he is quoted. As once saying, I hate to advocate drugs, alcohol, violence, or insanity to anyone, but they've always worked for me. <laughs> All right. So uh, that that is Hunter S. Thompson. And uh yeah, Mikey, if you if you I would recommend, highly, highly recommend reading the book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, Mikey's not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie is okay. It kind of completely misses the point of the book. <laughs> is it about this guy's life? Well, sort of. Everything oh. that he wrote was about him. Um, he had a style called gonzo journalism. So he would write all of his articles and everything, uh, all of his books from the first person perspective. And he would just insert himself into whatever story he was covering. He did a lot of sports and a lot of politics. Um, but Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is his most famous thing. It's about um, a trip that he took to Las Vegas. Well, actually, two trips he took to Las Vegas because he thought he was leaving and then got called to go back um, And uh, with his lawyer. Or actually, it wasn't his lawyer. It's a lawyer. In the book, he calls him his lawyer, but I don't think it was his lawyer. I think the guy was a lawyer. And um, holy God, do they do a lot of drugs. Um, Clearly. Yeah. And... Uh, and he also wrote a great book called Hell's Angels, which is about, uh, I think he spent a, about a year or so hanging out with the Hell's Angels in San Francisco uh, before he pissed them off and they beat the shit out of him with uh, bicycle chains and he had to get out of there. 
beat the shit out of him. Why is, uh, yeah. Well, if he's on that much drugs, he didn't even know that was happening. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> he just woke up feeling really bad about everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, so anyway, yeah, he was uh, he was known to uh, he, he he ended up settling in uh, Woody Creek, Colorado. And I'm not sure. I think it's just outside Aspen somewhere, but I'm not 100 percent certain on that. And his neighbors would often complain because he would run out into his backyard naked and firing his shotgun into the air for no reason other than the fact that he thought it was fun. God damn. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So uh, anyway, he's a lot of fun. The other thing <laughs> I wanted to bring up before we played uh, Horror Jeopardy is, um, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but uh, U-Dish has compiled, or U.S. Dish, sorry, has compiled a list of America's favorite Stephen King movies by state. Oh, nice. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Huh. Um, I will uh, tell you right now that absolutely no one got it right because Maximum Overdrive isn't on anyone's state. Um, Maximum freaking Overdrive. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Indiana was the Shawshank Redemption. Um, Ohio, also the Shawshank Redemption. Cat. Nice. And uh, Mikey, New York was Misery. Okay. I mean, kind of weird, but all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Misery came up in a couple of places. Uh, Arizona, California, uh, Missouri, Montana, New Mexico, New York, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Oh. Huh. Anyway, it's kind of an interesting little list to look at, I guess. All right. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, New York is really? Okay. Yeah. That's a strange one. Yeah. All right. So there we go. Those a couple things I didn't know where to bring those up, so I thought I would throw them in here. Especially the Hunter S. Thompson thing that doesn't make any sense anywhere in our show, but I really wanted to talk about it just because I really like Hunter S. Thompson. Somehow it does, though. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, (laughs) (laughs) where that where that come from? By the way, well, it's from a book, and like I said, the book is from like whatever ninety four or ninety eight or something when she released this book, and it's been in the news though, and I, I don't know why. I mean, you can. If you just search Hunter S. Thompson's daily routine, there's a lot of stories about it all of a sudden. I, I don't know why. Huh. All right. That's fair. So, all right. Are you ready to play Horror Jeopardy, Mikey? You're uh, you're our Alex Trebek. Okay. Fair enough. Um, or whoever the new host is. I don't know. I haven't watched Jeopardy in years. So. Well, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'm I'm, I'm glad his you said name that. is New Alex Trebek. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, shout out to Alex Trebek. Uh, he passed away recently, and my grandmother is like the biggest Jeopardy fan in the world. So she loves Alex Trebek, loves Jeopardy, um, and uh, we're gonna play a little Jeopardy here. Yeah, hard Jeopardy. Right. Why not? All right. Uh, this also will be coming with a visual for our uh, pa- well, anybody who's listening to this is a Patreon member. So uh, here we go. All right. Uh, uh, who, who goes first? Well, that was the thing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a coin. I do have a quarter here. Someone call heads. Someone call tails. This is how we're doing Super Bowl style. You can call a cat. <laughs> tails. Tails never fails. Heads, Rob. All right. <laughs> All right, Rob. Pick one out of the out of the category. All right. Let's go with uh, Universal Monsters for 100. Okay. Before we go into this, uh, anyone who maybe might not want to be listening to the uh, watching this <laughs> title are uh, slashers, paranormal, horror comedy remakes, and Universal monsters. Yes, yes. And also, did you write these questions? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So, well, found some, found uh, most. So, I was you know. say, that that feels like it might be important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Universal Monsters for 100. In 1931, this character never once blinks his eyes, an effect that enhances the undead character's otherworldly aura and famous menacing stare. You, you don't have to point at yourself, Rob. But it right. just oh, does that. I did. I, did, that. I don't okay. know how to do that. Okay. Uh, who is Dracula? Dracula. That is correct. Dracula. Uh, Nineteen thirty-one. I thought you were pulling a, a Zoom thing. No, it just does that. When I buzzed in, it just did that. I don't know how to work this platform. I barely know how to work Zoom to do it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um. All right. Out of boom. Uh, all right. Rob, let's go to slashers for 100 slashers for 100. By the way, that, that, uh, I'll go through this first uh, for his for this mid 80s slasher film. The director reportedly planned to have a stuntman play the now famous antagonist, but wisely opted to go with an accomplished actor and, and for the role instead. We're looking for the movie name, movie name, character name. It's a slasher. So what is a nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street. Rob on fire here. Rob's doing great. My goodness. Uh, my What I was going to say was some of these, I don't know if they're too difficult. That's one I thought that might have been. But um, clearly yeah. not. Rob's on it. Yeah. Right. That, damn. Uh, yes. Yeah, so thank God. Right. We wouldn't even have Robert England. Yeah. We, and that could have been Kane Hodder. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> we wouldn't even know of Nightmare on Elm Street today. Yeah. Let's go with um, let's go with uh, Paranormal for 100. Okay. Paranormal film is the second most profitable profitable film of all time. Is it Paranormal Activity? What is Paranormal Activity? You have to say it in the form of a question. That's right. Paranormal Activity it is. Uh, behind only the uh, the Blair Witch Project. All right. Really? Jesus Christ, Rob. Okay. Um, where are we going now? Um, let's do horror comedy for 100. Comedy for 100? Several characters' names in this horror comedy references uh, classic horror films. For instance, Doc Holloran is a mashup of Jack Torres's nickname Doc and Dick Holloran in, in The Shining, Jamie being referenced to Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween, and Prom Night. It's also Zelda Rubenstein's last film. Damn it. You didn't answer, Rob. I got, I got nothing. I don't know who Doc Holleran is. Okay, Kat, I, you know? I know that name. That name. I know out. who Doc Holleran is, but I don't know the answer to the question. See, this was one I thought might oh, yeah. have a guess. Go for it. Is it? Is the? Is there guessing in Jeopardy? It, it's your Are there answer. wild leaps? <laughs> it's your answer. Um, is that um, what is Poltergeist? What is Poltergeist is correct. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, oh, no. Was oh, correct. it was wrong. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong one. Yeah. Behind the Mask of uh, the Rise of Leslie Vernon. Rob, you did this. I didn't even remember that that was a. Uh, yeah. That that I remembered the name, but I could. I, I remembered the, the character name, but I couldn't place it. Like, I couldn't think of what movie it was from. Yeah. Well, there it is. Um, there we go. Yeah, I, I, that was one of the ones I thought was difficult, but um, the Leslie Vernon thing, I Rob, I was worried this would favor you because you recently discussed this on this R Life. Mm -hmm. 
So yep. and it's um, a great movie. I just I couldn't yeah. place the character. I thought the Zelda Rubenstein would have been the de facto. I honestly don't even remember her being in that movie. I don't I remember her I being in that either. <laughs> she was in there. Cat, uh, uh, let's have uh, let's have Cat pick one since Rob's been running amok here. Rob's doing great. I'm drunk out of my fucking mind. Uh, I'll take remakes for a hundred though. That's for a hundred. Uh, for this remake, Adrian King was approached by the producers to do a cameo during this film in pre-production. A few days later, the producers called her back and told her they didn't want anyone from the original film to appear in this remake. Oh, um, and I'm looking for the film. What is Friday the 13th? This Friday the 13th is correct. All right. Friday the 13th, 2009. Why would they not want that? You know? Were they trying to protect the cast of Friday the 13th? Maybe, but still, man, damn. Kind of dumb to me. Uh, See, I, don't, I don't really necessarily believe them either, because they approached Betsy Palmer about playing her role. Did they? Yeah, and she said the script was crap and she wasn't doing it. <laughs> oh, or, wait, maybe I'm thinking of Freddy versus Jason for that. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Cat, uh, where are we going? Uh... You know what? I'll stick with remakes for 200. When the actor behind this slasher for this remake was asked what put him in the right mindset to play the character, he said, while sitting in makeup for, in makeup chair for three hours, after that you feel like you can kill someone. Uh, this one was one of the more difficult ones. Uh, let me read the full one. I think that they have a shortener on here like so much text can fit so let me read the full thing that i had when the actor behind the slasher for this remake was asked what put him in the mindset to play the character he said sitting in the makeup chair for three hours after that I feel like you can kill someone okay so it was just a couple words i left out uh what's someone with a lot of makeup cat jeez uh i'm going to guess nightmare on elm street nightmare on elm street is correct 2010 uh i'd imagine that that's gotta suck. That's I'm the sorry, only Kat. slasher I could think of. That, oh, I'm sorry. What is Nightmare on Elm Street 2010? Nothing. I I like nothing about that movie. That's, that's <laughs> that movie. I Kat, like nothing about you. Wow, out of nowhere. You never hear the contestants on Jeopardy say that shit to Alex Trebek, did they? <laughs> no, no. And it, it would have been you awesome. Should be, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Uh, I, sh- I deserve to be tre- treated. I'm not even going to say that. Alex Trebek was a legend. I don't deserve to be treated with anything of his. Cat, uh, where are we going? Uh, what is? Uh, what is? Oh my god! Uh, I'll take horror comedy for two hundred. Horror comedy for two hundred. This horror comedy that Quentin Tarantino dubbed one of the top twenty movies made since 1992. George A. Romero was so impressed with the work done on this film that he asked if he could do a cameo. As a zombie in Land of the Dead. I can guess, but I don't feel confident about this. Okay. Um, what is Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is correct. Shaun of the Dead 2004. That, that's high praise. I didn't know that that, I... <laughs> that film had that kind of praise to it. I will say I misread it at first, so I thought I was looking specifically for a zombie movie, and then when I reread the question, it didn't say that, and I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> there are a lot of horror comedies that have been made since since then. Um, <laughs> but I stuck with Shaun of the Dead, and I'm glad I did, because, you know, excellent horror comedy. That it is. 
that it is. Cat, where are we going now? Uh, let's, uh, I don't feel confident about this, but let's do paranormal for 200. Paranormal for 200. Uh, this was one of the ones that I shortened. Hang on. Let me read the full one. That, uh, font thing really pissed me off. Uh, for years, it was rumored, uh, rumors circulated that this paranormal movie was to be filmed in the actual house of the original events, but the production team was too frightened to film inside the house. But in reality, the town denied uh, the American International Pictures permission to film any scenes whatsoever in blank, name of the town, in an attempt to distance themselves from the publicity. Uh, what is the Amityville Horror? Amityville Horror is correct. They really, that, that's one town, they really don't want to deal with any of the shit. It's because nothing will ever be as good as Amityville Shark. <laughs> Why do you? Okay, <laughs> where are we going? That's that was me. I should deduct points for that. <laughs> uh, do we still have Rob? Yeah, Rob, where are you? Rob still here? I'm still here. Oh, okay. okay. I'll take a U- U- Universal Monsters for two hundred. But this 1941 role as as this titular character. In Lon Chaney Jr.'s makeup took six hours to apply and three hours to remove. You know which one this is, Kat? Me? Yes. Uh, wh- what is the Wolfman? The Wolfman is correct. Oops, I took points oh. away. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Okay, I gave him that. <laughs> that was for the shark thing. See? That was for the shark thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that sucks, man. That's one. That's always something I've been very impressed with with actors just sitting in that fucking chair, man. Yeah, that's gonna be no fun. No, fuck that. Um, Eric, right, what are we doing? Uh, slashers two hundred. Slashers uh two hundred. The antagonist of this fl- slasher film was too young to see their own movie when it was released in theaters. Oh, a slasher film. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, Cat? What is it? Um, I know you know it. I. What is, uh, trick or treat? Incorrect. Wrong. Mm. That. Uh, what is sleep? Sleepaway camp. Oh, that sleep is correct. Man, that's gotta suck though. You can't see your own shit in theaters. Imagine. That's rough. Yeah. 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 Wow. I think she was only like. I mean, it makes it sense, but like fifteen or something when they I, made that movie. I think that's what thirteen I read. or something. I don't remember. All yeah. right, all, all right. right. Uh, Universal Monsters for three hundred. Ballsy. Though he <laughs> though he starred as the iconic horror character, the monster in this nineteen thirty one film, Boris Karloff was considered such an anonymous anonymous actor by Universal that he was not invited. To the December 6th premiere of this film. Rob, what is Frankenstein? Um, you know what? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it was, yes, okay. I, I I don't know how to approve it without it kind of going into the next phase. So I'm looking at my cheat sheet. Yeah, Frankenstein, correct. <laughs> I didn't know. See, like that was another one. I was like, are they gonna know this? Like, it's fucking hard. Let's man. do um slashers for 300. 
the appearance for this antagonist in this slasher film was very similar. Some say directly taken from the killer from the town that dreaded sundown, 1976. What, what is Friday the 13th part two? Holy shit. Mr. Hump. I, I honestly, that's correct. Honestly, I was, I didn't know if it would work. Like if you guys would know that one. Wow. Impressed. I'd never noticed that directly taken practically. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's do here. paranormal for 300. Stephen King once mentioned that this, that the only novel that he wrote that really scared him was this paranormal film. What is the shiny? Mm, I check my sheet, cheat sheet, but I think that is incorrect. <laughs> Uh, no, the, that is incorrect, Rob. Damn it. Cat? Oh, wow. You steal. What is Salem's Lot? S- nope. That is Dang also it. incorrect. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> really? Pet Cemetery. All right. Stephen King is sissy. <laughs> Little baby boy. Yeah. Right. I thought Rob had it with The Shining. That's why I had it. Around. I'm like, wait a minute. Was it The Shining? <laughs> That sounds right. Right, right. Um, all right, Kat, what are we doing here? Where are we going? Uh, I'll take remakes for 300. 300. On this remake's official MySpace page, <laughs> oh, God. the director announced that the film's trailer will be shown with the double featured of film Grindhouse. Uh, what is Death Proof? Incorrect. Rob Humphrey. Um, what is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That is also incorrect. It is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, oh. wow. I, I, this was another one that I thought was hard, but I was like, eh, the, he seems like the Grindhouse and Rob Zombie yeah. would do some shit on MySpace, you know? Uh, uh, all right, Rob, where are we going? Let's do horror comedy for 300. This 2010 horror comedy film, which was shelved for over three years before it was finally released, the line, I'm going to shove my boot down his fucking throat, is the first and only time you will hear one half of this duo swear in the film. Ooh. Um, I had to buzz in. What is uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? That is correct. I do not remember that line. <laughs> I don't I don't either, but I couldn't think of another horror comedy that had a duo. So <laughs> that's why I threw it in there. Yeah, that was yeah. Like, that's clues. good. Yeah, yeah. That's a hard one. Uh the only memorable line was the Are You Okay from Wood Chipper. I'm <laughs> not gonna so lie. We've got your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got your friend. I was uh, honestly considering buying the DVD just to see the other side of the. You, you had told me about that, Rob. Yeah, Tucker and Dale are evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's see that. Um, let's do Universal Monsters for four hundred. The poster for this uh, for this nineteen thirty two film holds the record for the most money paid for a movie poster at an auction, more than four hundred and fifty three thousand five hundred dollars. Damn. Two. What is the mummy? Uh, cheat sheet time. This is not that drinking was not uh, 
accounted for, but that is that is correct, Rob. Mm-hmm. The Mummy 19. Who the fuck would spend that? The Universal man, people mean that shit. Yeah, those are good movies. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that one though, because that doesn't seem like like it. That seems more like something somebody would pay a ton for Dracula or Frankenstein. Yeah, you know, Mummy's the up mummy. there though. But I, I was like, all right, Dracula and Frankenstein came out in 31. What the hell came out after that? All right. Yeah. All There's right. a Brendan um, Fraser fan out there somewhere really disappointed. Hey, 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 hey. We're not going to talk bad about those mummies. Those are the last good mummy movies made. Did you not see the one with Tom Cruise? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, are we really going to shit on the mummy? For real though, not not the the Tom Cruise one was terrible. And, and, right, first of all, the only good one was Brendan Fraser's that first one. Yeah, uh, the other ones one was good. good. The Scorpion King was terrible. Second one, I, I, there was the guy Benny who kept fucking around. He was like, "Guess who's on the other side of the water?" I laugh every time. Anyway, Rob, where are we going? Uh, remakes four hundred. Remakes four hundred. The antagonist for this remake wanted to make sure his performance was convincing. In order for this movie to be as effective as the book and the original, I have to scare a whole new generation. Blank functions very simply. Nothing much is going on in terms of what he is thinking. He's animalistic and instinctive. What is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Wrong. I didn't think so. I was like, I, I, I felt good about it until I saw... Uh, until I was looking at the question and saw the word book. <laughs> yeah, book kind of threw up. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, all right, well, that's not right, but I'm yeah. already here. So, <laughs> Miss Valor, what are we Ooh, doing? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This was a tough one. What is Psycho? <laughs> that is incorrect. It. It. Chapter one and two, uh, Mr. Skarsgård. I didn't know he job. could read. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know he could act either and That's... put process into a role. That's mean. He, he can act. He's I... just bad it. He... Yeah. Yeah, that's mean. That may have been more of a directing problem than him anyway. Yeah, possibly so. Yeah, that, that's very true. Very true. Cat, <laughs> uh, where are we going? Uh, let's do Slashers for 400. Slashers for 400. Director said shooting the shooting location for Sydney Mines was chosen because of its rustic appearance. Locals found out that a movie was being shot there and spent $50,000 to have it painted and cleaned. This obviously diminished the reason that the production wanted to film in that location in the first place. So the director said that uh, $75,000 of the film's budget was made to retrash the mine and make it all dingy and shit again. What movie was this, Cat? Um, sorry. Buzzing in to stop the music. Uh, what is my bloody Valentine? My bloody Valentine happens to be correct. That was the only thing I could think of that took place inside a mine. <laughs> inside a damn mine. Uh, Novelization well, coming soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome movie. Uh, but that's got to suck though. They had to have gotten there and been like, "What the fuck is it all clean and nice for? We wanted it because it was shitty." Cat, where are we going? Uh, let's do horror comedy for four hundred. Comedy four hundred. The script for this early two thousands horror comedy is actually a combination of two scripts Dimension bought in nineteen ninety eight. First one is titled "Last Summer I Screamed Because Halloween Fell on Friday the Thirteenth." 
And the second title was Scream, If You Know What I Did Last Halloween. What movie combination these scripts? Wow. Um, is that, uh, what is Scary Movie? That is correct. Scary Movie, which I find phenomenal and Rob Humphrey hates. Scary Movie is great. I don't hate it. It's just not that good. It's hysterical. The second one is, you're, I can't believe it. Cat, where are we going? You, you don't know what's good. At the uh, risk of losing the streak, I'll, I'll stick with Paranormal for 400. When this paranormal film originally released in the UK, a number of town councils imposed a complete ban on the showing of the film. This led to a bizarre spectacle of blank bus trips where travel companies organized buses to take groups to the nearest town where the film was showing. What movie made them do that? Oh, wow. I have no idea. <laughs> are you passing or are you guessing? I'll pass. All right, Mr. Humphrey. Oh, and I'll shut <clears throat> the thing up, I guess, also. <laughs> Bob, you got a guess for this one or are you passing? Hold on, I was muted. I was guessing. Oh. Um, <laughs> what is The Conjuring? The Conjuring? What the hell is wrong with you? No, The Exorcist. The Exorcist, really? Oh. The Conjuring? I don't know. The fuck I know? Uh, jump scares don't get movies banned. Come on. They <laughs> ban all kinds of stuff in the UK. Though. Yeah, do they? <laughs> so... uh, Let's yeah. go with Slashers for 500, please. In this slasher film, which was shot in 40 days, at the very end of the movie, the phone rings 13 times. What is Black Christmas? You son of a bitch bastard, you. That is correct. Black Christmas, 1974. You, you knew the phone ring thing, huh? Yeah. I thought that was too high. I almost took that out. I was like, ah, maybe they'll know this little fact, though. Damn. Yeah, I've seen the movie. But I, but I did, too. I didn't count the rings. I didn't either, but I know the phone rings. So. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. I thought the 40-day thing might have. I don't know. Uh, Rob, where are we going? Uh, horror comedy, 500, please. Okay. This horror comedy, which, at, which was at one point shelved due to the studio's bankruptcy, many of the scenes that take place in the control room were shot on location in an actual office building. The production team had to shoot many of those scenes at night, when the location was vacant. What is Cabin in the Woods? You some bitch. Was Cabin in the Woods? Did not like this movie at all. I'll let it's Cat handle that. Fun. <laughs> that does got to suck. Like you got to wait till. I, imagine like the people who came in the next day if there was shit <laughs> like a unicorn horn or something. <laughs> who knows what they left behind? Where are we going, Rob? Three more. Universal Monsters for five hundred. The director that, of this this that's late not what I said, but okay. <laughs> oh, fuck me in the butt. I'm that's sorry. fine. We'll All run right. with this. Yeah, I'm wrong with it. Um, director of this late '80s remake got the idea of to set this film in a former insane asylum when he was filming the episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1989. In the former, uh, in a former, the it, Tales from the Crypt was filmed in the former asylum, and he noticed that the crew members were running scared out of the basement, not wanting to film there. Is it gonna be Rob? <sighs> what is 
I don't know. What is Psycho? That is incorrect. I didn't think so, but I couldn't psycho. think of anything else. You just like to... that Psycho. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to think of a late 90s remake, and uh, I couldn't think of anything. You were thinking of Vince Vaughn and his chest hairs. Cat, <laughs> you, you know this one? Uh, what is House on Haunted Hill? Bada boom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, those shitty remakes came out around hey, that time. Hey, hey, <laughs> Oh, oh, I... Ooh. Oh, remind me well, uh, that I have to <laughs> say something, but I want to do it on the normal episode regarding um, House on Haunted Hill. Uh-oh, okay. The remake. How the fuck am I going to remember that? I don't know, but okay. I... Well, I've been trying to remember to say this for three <laughs> weeks, maybe a month now. And I always forget to mention it, so I want to try to remember. Okay. Fair enough. It's uh, an unprecedented event for the show. Oh. No. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> Kat, where are we going here? Uh, let's do Universal Monsters for 500. Okay. In this 1922 film, was an illegal and unauthorized adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Stoker's heirs sued over the film and a court ruling ordered that all copies be destroyed. However, this film subsequently surfaced in other countries, became regarded as an international and influ- influential masterpiece of cinema. Yeah, what was it? I feel like this is way too easy. What is Bram Stoker's Dracula? Didn't that come out in 1992? No, that is incorrect. Oh, okay. Rob, you got a guess? What is Nosferatu? That is correct. The old Nosferatu. Oh, 1920. I read 1992. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Uh, well, damn. All right. Well, Rob got his Universal Monsters for 500 after yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Rob. This is the, so Rob's up, and this one's for fun. We got the last one. It's the only last one on the board, so let's go with the uh, Paranormal for 500, please. This paranormal film, real human skeletons were used in the swimming pool scene uh, since the crew decided it would be too complicated and expensive to get fake ones. How cheap are <laughs> skeletons? Uh, Joe Beth was not made aware of this until after filming, after the scene was finished. What is Poltergeist? What is Poltergeist? You know your shit, Mr. Humphrey. Poltergeist. 1982. Well, there we go. That's Jackie. Rob, unfortunately, is the winner. Cat, how'd you let that hey, happen? Oh, wait a minute. We oh. have, uh, we, uh, I forgot I fucking did this. We have a uh, final Jeopardy thing. I forgot about this part of the game. Oh. So we can't. I don't wager. think we need to go into. <laughs> well, oh, that, we can, you can wager an amount. Oh, okay. Cat don't watch Jeopardy. I don't watch it. It's been a long time since I've seen Jeopardy. All right. Well, uh, here's your question. Uh, th- this is you guys can wager an amount. Anyone who's not familiar with Jeopardy, like Cat, uh, <laughs> these guys can wager their amounts. Uh, downside is if Rob's not too sure, he can only wager you know a little bit here and there, and it won't make a difference. We'll see how big of balls Mister Humphrey got. Uh, the question is, how many total kills does Jason Voorhees have throughout all his films, not counting the SS Lazarus sinking and the Solaris space station? How long do I have to wager? <laughs> You can wager as much. You can wager as much money as you got on here. How long do I have to do math? Is the question. Well, we got time. <laughs> we got time. All right. I could sit here and do the boo 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 if you guys want, but I think I screwed up. But I don't know. <laughs> okay. 
I entered my wager, and now it just says wait for the winner. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, well, we got to wait. Oh, you, you did it Because I didn't put okay. in a guess for the number of kills. Oh, oh, yeah. Was there a place to do that? I didn't see. <laughs> I did the same thing. I did so the sweet. same thing. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll do the math. God forbid. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'll do it. So we'll just whenever you guys are ready, let me know. We'll uh, I'll do it. I, I have a guess. OK. Um. All right. So Kat, I have a guess as well, but I don't see where to enter my guess. All right. Well, you'll you'll tell your guess to me. You enter it in me. Good luck. Oi. <laughs> Rob, uh, what's your guess, Rob? 207. Oh, okay. How do I do it? You got to wait. Tell me how much you're, you're throwing on the line here. I already entered that. I Just 500. Just 500. Okay. So uh, what's your guess? 217. 217. Okay. Okay. Cat. Uh, uh, I went guess? all in. Okay. Because I've lost. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what's your guess, Cat? My guess is 163. 163. Well, according to games, GameStop, GameSpot.com, Jason Voorhees has killed 164 people. Oh, so, God damn it. Ah, Cat Valor is the winner. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad 4, I won, 000. but it's annoying that I was one off. <laughs> you were one off. Holy shit, Rob, you were overtaken in Final Jeopardy. I know it happens sometimes. It happens. When I was working for Blood Binge, uh, we ended up axing it like right before the channel oh, was cut. Shit. But we used to have like a kill count feature, so I used to have to tally uh, up all those kills. Yeah, I thought I had read. And an I was article one off. Was, <laughs> I th I thought I had read an article where it was two seventeen for some reason, but I don't fucking know. I I remember reading an article some or something somewhere, and it counted the like space station or something. No, oh, maybe or something I don't like know. that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but that, that holy shit, what a fucking turn of events here on on Slasher Horror, whatever the fuck Jeopardy is <laughs> that we got going on. Yep. Wow. Mr. Humphrey overtaken by Croc Band. By the way, yeah, these, these are some awesome names here. We got, we didn't tell everybody <laughs> the names. Uh, Rob, it, you didn't tweet them out publicly, did you, the Crocs? No, no. All right. Well, Rob got some ugly ass Crocs. And, they uh, are awesome. They're not ugly. Disgusting. Well, <laughs> disgusting. They're I'm going to wear them in Chicago. I'm probably going to be on the news as the most stylish man in Chicago. <laughs> I don't think so. You're wearing them to, on, on vacation? Probably. I mean, what else do you wear Crocs, man? There's vacation shoes. Holy shit. Get out there. It gets hot. My feet got to breathe. And recording shoes, evidently. <laughs> That that's more just to really irritate Mikey. I, I don't even know what to say to you. Those are the most disgusting things I've ever seen. <laughs> they are awesome. And they're on your feet. They're tie-dye, they're crocs, they're nice and bright. So everybody can really see them. You can see them from the moon. <laughs> Fucking things. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, so that's it for Hard Jeopardy. I maybe this will be a mainstay. You maybe. Know, you know, because yeah. And I did spend five dollars on this fucking website, so it's gonna <laughs> so be. So now it has to be yeah. a mainstay until I feel I got my five dollars worth. It's gonna be around. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was fun, though. Yeah. All right, yeah, it was a good time. Congratulations good. to me. I'm I'm the real winner of this show. You literally <laughs> lost. 
It's four thousand four hundred to three hundred three thousand eight hundred. I know, but still, I won. Isn't that funny how that works? Oh, actually, no. It's one, two, three, four, five, three thousand three uh, three hundred because you lost your five hundred. I know, but I but I've got the Crocs and nobody else does, so I'm the winner. These I don't the feel sh- like a winner. I got so fucking close. <laughs> These are the shoes of champions. Those are the shoes of lonely, lonely men <laughs> who have lotion next to their desk. That's that's the shoes. You've been spying on me. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs>